Molly's Lottles. Molly Queen is located in Athens, Ohio. She has started her own home business of aquatic breeding. She started getting into aquatic animal keeping as a way to relieve stress, anxiety, and PTSD. The happiness it brought made her want to share it with others, and that way, and that is why she began breeding. She is currently breeding axolotls, guppies, snails, and betta fish. If you are in the area and would like to adopt one of these beautiful animals, please contact Molly via Instagram at axolotl underscore Molly or on Facebook at Molly's Lottles. Brittany Elon is an international makeup artist who specializes in natural glam. She has an affinity for special effects makeup. The bloodier the better. If you are looking for a, a consult, please contact Brittany at BrittanyElan.com. You can find her on Facebook at Brittany E. Duncan or on Instagram at Brittany Elan underscore makeup. I don't know why you would. Like, what would be the point of looking at lights? I don't know. <clears throat> It's a thing I do. I don't know why I do it. Okay, what are you doing? Taking some pictures. With an iPad? Yeah. You have a phone. Her camera's broken. Remember? The nurse dropped my shit? And now It was shaky before the nurse. She just made it worse. Yes, she did. Okay, let's do this. Just because, you know... I need to do it so I don't use it. What do, just, just sit there. See? <laughs> we can match the white of what? the thing with the non-white of your teeth. Mm. Right? One day this will become useful. When that day is, I have no idea. You do it every time, but you don't use it? I rarely do it, but then when I remember to do it, this is why I put it on the table now. In the box, in the podcasting box. Yes, there is a podcasting box now. Haven't you noticed? I don't have it. Maybe you don't notice. All the stuff is not being put away on the shelf anymore. Everything for the casting of the pod is not being put back in there. It goes in the box. In the bin. Where'd that box come from? Oh, you like this, don't you? Where'd that box come from? It's been here the whole time. Are you sure? Yes, positive. The guardian box? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one with the bench that the bench came in. Bench. The, the shower, shower bench, bench for the broken mommy leg. That I don't oh, need anymore. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes, I rearranged out here as well. Mm-hmm, sure I noticed did. that because the boxes aren't all crazy over there. I, I rearranged so that that side is not boxes see, precariously perched here on each other in front of our thing so that we can look nicer because that makes us look nicer. Right? And I'm not wearing black today. Which is even good because now they can see you. Even though you still can't see my chair. Yeah, but you know what? You pretty much cover up your chair. You are you pretty much are <clears throat> chair. All right. Oh, let's see. I don't have.
have a list as usual. I have a list. I think mommy has one thing on her list. One thing? I believe so. Well, this is the last day of the Napadapadopado. Have you have we posted something every day? No. Why not? We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Send it to the thing. Roll the intro. <laughs> into your coursework. Well, last year Two I didn't did, did do... Last year I didn't just draw dinosaurs. It was all prompts starting with... My point is, why can't you use both, like, do the same thing for the two purposes? Or do something that kind of connects into it? Because it takes longer for me to do the for my course. So? You got time. It's very difficult. I think you should do it. It's really hard to draw I think you should something do it. good every day. I, I think you should. And then you should watch the Corridor Digitals thing where the guy who draws something every day. Uh-huh. And he's been doing it for years. 10 years? 15 years? Yeah, he's been do doing that. this. He's been doing it since before YouTube. He's been doing it. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing it back when all that that you could have done it on was like DeviantArt or something. I mean, that's where he kind of did all this, and yeah, that's what you should do. Watch that video, be inspired, and then jump in with both feet. Try it. 
Okay, but back to the Napa Dapa Dope Dope. Um, what I'm planning on doing is trying to get like a lot of the videos that we did for this month and get them on the YouTube still and still run the ads and stuff inside of them and still have them go until they just are gone. So everything's so just, just gonna be out. It's just gonna go, but it's just it might it's not gonna get done all in November. No, because that would be But it's still gonna be under Napa Dapa Dope Dope because it's basically these shows in video form. You have to do everything we recorded today and upload it all today. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. That's what I'm yeah. trying to tell you. That, that, that's kind of my point. Yeah. But, but I don't even know if you could do that with our internet. You could not do it with our internet. Nope. In one day. I woke up this morning and went to check my phone to see if the, the gas guy had messaged. I didn't have internet. Yeah, it would be internet sense in your room. No, I never have a problem with my phone. But I had to turn off the Wi-Fi to get the 4G to check my messages. And sometimes I have to do that in order to get your Uber in the morning. Uberness. That's the one thing about the one good thing about sleeping and essentially living in a hallway is I have pretty good internet. That is not the hallway. That is the hostel. It's a hallway. It's a hostel. It's, it's actually hostel supposed living. to be a TV space. You're supposed to put a sofa in there and a TV. I've been looking at houses so we can move into a better space. And you can't find them, right? Actually, I found one. Cheaper. That is 500 pesos more. Cheaper. Cheaper. But it's three bedrooms in the house and a servant's quarters separate from the house. So that's where we put air. Yeah. Put me out there. No. Yes. I thought of podcasting space. No, put me out there. Yeah, I didn't think about that if somebody, if somebody breaks in, then then they're gonna break into that, and we'd never know. Look to put Aaron out there. No. Get out of own little studio. I don't want Aaron to go anywhere. It'll be it'll be a good um. But you want me to go to college. I really don't want you to leave my house. But that would be the way to go. You put him out there, then he's part like part way gone, and then when he, every time he comes in to eat food. You get angry about the fact that he isn't contributing anything and giving up any money for the food, and then you'll start charging him for food, and then you'll start charging him rent, and then you'll tell him that he needs to get a job, and then, and then after all that, he'll say, "Well, I have to go to university in order to get the job," and then you'll say, "Well, get the fuck out." I am not your mama. My mom wouldn't do that, but that would be that would be what. And I'm not that's, my mother. That's what you're going to do. I'm not going to do that. Aaron so, is, I just laid out the next couple of years. Aaron is already taking university classes. Right, but he's doing it right there. See, so if he does it over there, he's gonna be like, "You need to, uh, you need to pay for this space. You can't I be, know. you can't be living on the, on the, on the faux free." No, he's my baby. You don't get the faux free, man. You, you can have the faux free for now. No. <laughs> <laughs> or he just needs to, you know, make his YouTube videos and become, you know. Famous, and then which would be a good thing since you now you have stuff to yeah. talk about because yeah. you are doing those courses. See, yeah. now you have stuff. I have to say, I'm before really... I didn't have and you have <laughs> pop culture, and you have your art, and you, so yeah, you got stuff to actually. And because Procreate is awesome, it automatically records all of the things. See, and run, then you can so throw all that stuff up. I can just do a voiceover with that in mm -hmm. Filmora, so. Mm -hmm. And, and we're about to have 
the super duper Christmas sale. Yes. Um, and the Procreate 5 is coming soon, and that's a huge update where they're going to add animation into the thing. So You already have access to Photoshop and animation. Yeah, I don't like It's Photoshop. literally there. Photoshop is too confusing. OMG. I know. Pro I know All pro the other tools are based on Photoshop. Yeah, but they but in other You're trying to say Photoshop's too difficult? No, it's just confusing. Yeah. It's the same thing that you say in like For Honor. They just throw a bunch of menus at no, you no, and no. that you For don't Honor know what's happening. Stupid. It's not stupid, but it's the same idea. You just have a bunch of menus that you don't know what's happening and they don't explain yes, them. But that's what the YouTubes are for. I don't want to watch the YouTubes. If Peter I'm... McKinnon can learn how to get out of the boat. <laughs> you can go on the YouTubes. I watched one YouTube video on all the little things in Procreate. See? I'd have to watch. I watched. And the guy the that teaches the ten-part series. The guy that teaches the the Photoshop stuff is awesome. I watched a ten-part series on how to use Photoshop and Photoshop still didn't and understand it. It's black dude. I forget his name, but he's he's awesome. I'll yeah. see if I can find his name. He's awesome, and he, uh, he, he's one of the people that helped develop it from, like, way back. But I, I don't draw on Photoshop. Why not? Because I don't, I don't have the, the hand-eye coordination for using the tablet and looking at my screen and doing this. So I, don't I actually don't think that you so probably not do because you're now playing video games whereas you weren't before. No, I was playing video games before. No, but that's not that's not building that skill. Well, it kind of, it is a little bit because now you have so many more hours of looking at the screen and moving your hands versus just looking at the screen and drawing while looking at your hand. So, I think drawing, because I couldn't draw with a controller. I didn't say a controller. I'm saying that you are now able to have your hand move in a way that's natural for you without looking at it. You I should try the tablet again. Yeah, you should try it again. But I don't. I'm not buying your what you're putting down. Terry White. Terry White. Terry White is the one that you want to go go and find out about how to use Photoshop and you talk about getting in the weeds of Photoshop. I don't this, get in the weeds no, 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 this dude teaches you from the most basic stuff all the way through the most outlandish things he can, he puts it down there. This is the guy. I'm telling you, that's where you go. And the Photoshop on the iPad thing, you heard about that? I saw it, I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, they're they're trying to make it so that the Photoshop app and using the iPad is much better than it has been. Yeah. Because it hasn't been so good right. compared to other apps designed directly for the iPad. Yeah. And uh, I saw a story about that recently where it's like, yes, we need to make this a much better tool because people are buying essentially iPads in order to do their drawing on the device itself yeah. why can't the iPad do that well my thing is so, there is that well the iPad can the iPad can do it well Photoshop 
on the iPad cannot do it well. Exactly. Because That's Aaron and Keegan use Sketchbook for years and years and years, and then now they're both using Procreate, which is an amazing platform. But Photoshop can't do what those do. Those two programs do. No, it do. can. It can do that and Photoshop can do way on more. The, on the iPad. It can do now, it. Now, yes, it can because of this new app. Yeah. But my thing is, it's not just a drawing app. It's photo Photoshop. editing and Photoshop, animation. Man. And it's all the other stuff. And it's like, just... I don't need all that other stuff. I don't use all that other stuff. I just want you to learn how to do, man. I don't it's, need just, to learn how to got, do it. Oh, oh, you need to learn. Or I can take the final picture and throw it into a photo editing program and do it there. Look, man, you want to do animation, you want to do 3D, you can do it all in Photoshop. You want to do basic uh, video editing, Photoshop, which I would not, would not, I would not recommend at all doing that in Photoshop. Because if you have it, if you have an iDevice, just use iMovie. Yeah, if you got any device, anything is better than doing video editing in Photoshop. <laughs> it really is. Everything is like better, but doing what is their video editing? Premiere. Yeah, yeah. Premiere is awesome. Or get DaVinci Resolve if you can get it to load on your computer. Yes, it won't load on my computer for some reason. I can't install Premiere or Resolve. And Resolve is free and does all the good stuff. And I can't get it to load on there. It won't, it won't install, which is pissing me off because then I can stop using Filmora. Blame China. What? Oh, I don't think that's where the problem is. It's something in the install. Like you try to install it and it, it says, do you want to install on a different drive? And I say yes, but then it never can install on that drive. There's something else going on there. All right, so Terry White, that's your, that's your friend. That's who you need right there. You need a little Terry White. All right, that's not Barry White. Uh, that's a that's gonna cause you a different kind of problem and that problem cries and eats and grows up. Um, what you got? No, you first. That's why it's going to be long. Why are you first? She has a hand. Go ahead. You probably have smaller things. I don't know. My, my, my things might be, might be rantable as well. Let's do it. Number one. Quote. It's a direct quote from a 10th grader. Here in Mexico. Direct quote. Christians are not the same as Catholics because Catholics don't... Because Christians don't believe in the Virgin Mary. What? Is that true? No. Who's Jesus' mama? When, and when I said... When I said... Christians use the same Bible. He said, no, they don't. Well, maybe he doesn't understand that a prayer book and the Bible are not the same. When the Apocrypha and the Bible are not the same. But! But the Bible is the Bible. The Bible, Bible is the Bible, and the stories are in the Bible. What's in the Apocrypha? 
the Apocrypha, the uh, to Protestants, the non, and mostly to Catholics as well, to Christians, the non-canon set of books. The, the Bible was whittled down to 66 books. So you take those 66, but there were other books that had been written about things, and they chose 66. Well, the other ones, what, what do you do with those? And those are the Apocrypha. They're, they, they have been put into a collection that basically only Catholics use. So like the Book of Judith, which is in the uh, Apocrypha, is not anywhere in the Protestant yeah. set of canon, set of books. It's not there at all. So there is no woman before Eve, whereas in the Apocrypha there is. And she was called Judith. So, um, no, she wasn't taking no shit. I thought that was Lilith. Oh, that was Lilith, yeah. Judith, but there is a book of Judith as well. Okay, but Lilith was before Eve and she wasn't taking no shit. Right, Lilith wasn't. But there is a book of Judith. I know, I was putting them together in my head as the same book, but it's not. So that means a different book is the book of Judith. I had to look it up for some reason. Somebody referred to Judith in something I was watching, and I looked it up, and I think it was because Lilith and Judith sound the same. So then I was, I put together the, the a, two. But there is an apocryphal book called the Book of Judith. Yeah, it's it's um, for the Catholic and Eastern Orthodox Christians, the old, part of the Old Testament, but excluded yeah. from the Hebrew canon. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's part it of the Apocrypha. It's by Protestants to the Apocrypha. I know. That's what I said. I looked it up. That's Judith and Lilith are not the same. Yeah, Lilith is the one that 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 made it so that, you know, the dude could not figure out what to do with his life, so he had she she had to go. Yeah, so he had to She had to go and then, then he can go to sleep and then a rib can be taken and all that stuff. Well, you had to have somebody that was gonna do, do what he that's, said. That's the that's the facts right there. Adam was a punk ass bitch. So so Trump is related to him. Yeah, punk ass, is what, punk is, ass. What is what you're saying. He's a pumpkin ass Trump, bitch. Trump has, has divinity <laughs> through being descended from the punk ass bitch, also known as Adam. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly oh, what I'm saying. Pumpkin ass bitch. Okay, my my problem with this whole. Christians are not the same as Catholics thing. I, I, I really do want to find the the Catholic priest that it, that in Puebla that is teaching people that they are different than Christians. But this isn't just Puebla because last year I had a student who was getting ready for her first um, her first or her for confirmation and. She had said Christians aren't the same as Catholics. And I looked at her and I said, but you're getting ready. To, you should be in classes, right? She's like, yes. And I said, but that's not true. And like, we talked about it as a class. Even like the one Jewish girl was like, that's not true. <laughs> well, I, I guess my problem is as literally one of the earliest and maybe the first Christian sect in Europe? You're telling me that Catholics aren't Christian? It's like, well, then who is? Because all the other Christians in Europe are a 
reaction to all the Protestants. They're all reaction to Christian uh, or Catholicism. Yeah. Catholicism being older and first. Mm -hmm. So it's like I, I, I don't get it. I don't. I would love to meet the priest that is trying to make a distinction between Catholics and Christians. Now I have heard before from non-Catholics that Catholics are not Christian. I've heard that my whole life. But that is a Protestant stance, the saying that what you're doing is wrong. Because what you're doing they pray is to Mary. Fall, right. Well, there's... That, that was what I was told. You know, that... During then, my... Then class. the question becomes, are Catholics praying to all the other saints as well? And well, they do. Well, there you go. So then there, therein lies a problem. So they're closer for, to paganism than... Well, of course. Because pagans... And that's one of the, the other gods. Like and in, in doing um, Thanksgiving this week, that's one of the things that gets highlighted in the History Channel's Home for the Holidays uh, documentary about Thanksgiving. Is the Puritans did not celebrate Christmas because it was a pagan festival. That was their reason. It wasn't it had nothing to do with anything else. It was you are doing a pagan festival. This is the wrong time of year. You're not doing anything that is Christian. Why are you doing this? So then if that's the case, why does anybody do it if they knew back in the what? 1600s, 1700s if they knew back then that December 25th was not the birth of Jesus and it was not a Christian celebration, why does it continue today as that? By Protestants. See, that, that becomes when a problem. When I explained this to a Catholic recently, he just looked at me and he was like, how do you know this? I'm like, how do you not know this? I mean, this is... This is not... I said, if, have you ever read the Bible? And he said, well, yes. And I said... Well, they don't have baby lambs in the wintertime. Exactly. And he just looked at me like... And you guys put them on all of your... Uh, Everything. Uh, nativity uh, scenes. Nativity scenes. And Christmas cards. And And the, the, the shepherds were coming in with the flocks. With the, with but the, they don't do that in the wintertime. What the, what the, <laughs> really? I, I, was, I just looked at him and I was like, are you okay? And he's like, no. Not, no. I'm sorry. It's just some of it is, it, it just makes no sense because the Bible as a whole doesn't make sense. No, it <laughs> makes sense for Jewish people because the the Old Testament is a Jewish book and totally makes sense for them. But it's all the stuff that comes in the New Testament, what becomes the New Testament. That's where the contradictions start to pile up because you have multiple, I mean, basically you have a an entirely, for the most part, new religion sprouting up in the New Testament called Christianity that is not written or, or brought together by any one mind. You see, it's multiple minds, multiple people that are writing down what they are writing down and then everybody's trying to square what they've all come up with as something canon, something to live by, but then all of a sudden then the contradictions come in because this one doesn't agree necessarily with that one, doesn't agree with that one, and they're hundreds of years after the time of Jesus. Yeah. You know? So it's, eh, 
It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense if you were living in that time and and watching the like if you were an early adopter, right, of 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 Christianity as a Jewish person. If you were the one, one of the few that said that is the Messiah, we're following his teachings. If that's exactly what you're doing, well, then it makes a lot of sense. Then it's like, yeah, okay, we get it, and. We know we understand what's happening as people spread out and start to tell these stories and trying to bring people in. But then, if you're not Jewish and you people just start telling you that this is what is, it's just a whole new religion. It's it's essentially a a new cult being started. It was started with a new it, new version to, of as a control mechanism. That's why. Christianity, the Bible, all of that was written as a control mechanism. Well, I mean, that's not really, no. What? That's not true. Because they're not all, it's not, the Bible wasn't a book. The Bible is not a book. It's not all written. Well, it's 66 it's, books. That's what I'm saying. It's all together. different authors, different things, different viewpoints, different locations, mm-hmm. different, they're, they're, it's, it's literally like all different. And, it, and then... You get to Nicaea, and then all of a sudden it's, oh, we're going to make a compendium out of all of these differences, and we're going to come to some kind of consensus, which they didn't have a consensus, and that's why they started trying to kill off people, because as they left those councils and they said, you know, no, we don't believe that. That's That's not right. That's not real. That's not true. If once they started doing that, then they needed to get rid of those people or push them um, through excommunication, get them out of the way yep. so that what Rome wanted as a religion, Rome got. And that's what Rome got. And then Rome starts exporting this thing out to all of its lands, sucking up all of the yep. pagan things around them. Yep. So that's why you get all these different things in different places that are called religious called Christian, but they're just the local stuff yeah. being sucked into Catholicism. Yep. And a lot of people don't Christmas. don't want to deal with that. No. No, no, no. No. And they, have and they really... don't, and a lot, I would say most people probably don't spend as much time as I have and you have and even studying it and trying to understand it and going, oh, yeah, that's not Christian. Like, that's not even a thing for Christianity. That was... That was those blue people in England, or that was the German tribes, or that, that was, was this, the, or that, that was, was the that. Druid. That was yeah. Norse. Yeah. You know, yep. Egyptian. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with what becomes Christianity. And Christianity kind of, kind of. I guess when you think about it, it kind of did what America does. It just sucked up every it Hooverized. It's a melting all pot. The, of yeah, all it of just Hooverized all yep. the damn religions. Yep. Okay. Uh oh. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to. Uh... Oh, well, you've got to be a part of this thing. Okay, I- I'm coming right back. I'm just. I have to. I have to relieve the bladder. You know that whole water bill thing. Yes. Okay. Two. I started to say this earlier. I am really impressed with how far you have gotten in your coursework so far, like so quickly. And how dedicated you are and how much you want to get it in first. 
like. Well, I don't necessarily want to be first. I just, I don't want to. No, I didn't say wait. be the first person in. You want to get it in before you do the other things. Yeah. I need to finish this first, and then I can play the game, or then I can watch the thing, or. Yeah. It's really impressive. Because it's something I want to do. That was my problem before. I never wanted to do the other stuff. I was being made to do the other stuff. That's why it didn't get done. Because I said, guess what? Geometry homework. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on the whole one. I tried. I did try. But completely failed. The only time I got anything right was when I was guessing. Alright. How are your how is your creative writing course going? Okay. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. It, it's it's difficult to have a word limit. It is difficult to have a word limit. I was talking about that with my students. It wasn't difficult this last one I just did. No? No, because an example was given. And as soon as I finished reading the example, it's like, that's how long it needs to be. I just thought of something, a similar scenario in my head. And then was, I did it right there. Submitted it. All right. I did it quickly because I I knew exactly what needed to be done and what I had in my brain was like a super long thing. Now so. with this with these courses, do you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can move on to the next week, or can you submit your assignment and then move right on? You have to have people um, review your work before you can move on, and you have to review two to three things before you. So that could potentially happen all in one day. Yeah. But I have to have something submitted to then review someone else's work. And then how many reviews do you have to do? I have to do three for the creative writing and two for the character design. Okay. So which week of work are you on now, today? In which one? And either of them. Character design, I think I'm on week three or four. And in the creative writing, two or three. So close. And where are you in math? Nowhere. But I find it interesting because this is, you just are completing, no. Yeah. This is just your second week of having the classes. Yeah, because it doesn't take a week to draw one picture. Oh, but if it does, you have the time. Right. I mean, that's that's why I, I usually don't... I mean, it doesn't usually take a week to do anything no. in school. No. <laughs> um, but that's why I don't... As soon as I'm given the thing, I read it several times, and then I don't start on the day because my brain has to come up with something first. So I usually start I the love next when day brains come up with things. It's difficult sometimes. You just leave it right there and just let it do its thing while you do other stuff. Yeah, it just it's 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 difficult sometimes because brains are good people. <laughs> <laughs> For those who have them. I'm not one of those people. When it 
prompts are difficult for me. That's why I did the, the art thing I did last year, because prompts are some of the hardest things for me to do. And it's funny, because in, in, and I have to do two to three characters in every picture. But in, in, which is something I'm oh, totally uh, with doing. More standardized education prompts is everything. Because that's how, yeah. that's how everything is taught is, you do, I tell you, you do this. I tell you, you do this. So at school here, I'm dealing with the opposite problem. I don't give them prompts, then they have the hard time because they don't know what to do because some teacher didn't tell them everything to do. Yeah. Whereas you're having the direct opposite, 180 degrees. You used to be able to just do, do yeah. and then somebody's coming along saying, okay, you must do it this way. Well, rules, I'm interested, interested to see parameters. how how, when I go back to work, how the kids behave with that particular situation. Because I would say, draw a house. And they would ask, you know, what do I, what do I need in the house? Now these are four year olds. I don't know, what does your house have? Draw me your house. I would only ask one question, inside or outside. Some of them, That's all I some of them ask, some of them don't. And so, but they've had a Mexican teacher this entire time, and... Probably a lot more prescriptive than... Yeah. And so I'm interested to see how much undoing I have to do when I get there. Probably a lot I'm going with. Yeah. Tied of shoes. All right, what else you got? Anything? Nothing? Keep going. Oh, keep going. Number two. This is a question for the mommy person. Oh, Lord. You ready to talk normal? You ready? You ready? You ready? I'm ready. the headphones now. Headphone users, just beware. Headphone users, just pull them away from your ears just a little bit. Here it comes. Just stick them out right here. Why don't Mexican students believe what we say? Why would they believe what we say? Like, if you behave this way, XYZ is going to happen. Why don't Mexican students believe what we say? Well, that's easy. Because they don't have any follow through and no consequences. Not one adult in their lives has ever been consistent with follow through or consequences. So, the reason I said this, uh, eighth grade, my eighth graders, current eighth graders, my sixth graders from last year will love this. My current 8th graders are the first to lose their fun Friday. Oh no. Because, Did you know, they realize it's gone all year? No. Well, they will when it never comes back. Oh my. Did, right before Christmas too, where the fun film happens. How many, how many warnings Polar did Express. they get? All the fun stuff happens at Christmas. How many warnings did they get? Oh God. 20? How many warnings did they get per class? Oh. I swear I told them to listen. I gave them the look. I looked at them directly. I tried to stop them. I paused the movie, told them to pay attention. Oh, at least five to 10 times per class. Oh, I'm surprised they made it this long. So, they finished the never ending story and they're now done for the year. And guess what I made for them? Tests. Dittos. <gasps> oh, I said it, no, ditto. Not the D word. Dittos, they now will have basic hobbies. It's a worksheet. Oh. They will have worksheets to do. 
during that fun Friday time. And the, the class is highly exciting because it's grammar. Oh, so God. The, the idea oh, of having oh, interesting no. listening experience through film. Oh, no. Now it's going to be do this uh, <laughs> oh, ditto. God, I swear no. I need to bring this word back because we don't have dittos. Um, and ha and they have to do the dittos, and then they'll have their independent reading that they will be able to do, and then they will have much more to do with like summaries and all. Maybe I'll. Oh, oh. You need to use my education. Every account. chapter now they all have time to summarize. Oh. Before I was just doing like a summary of like, I uh, kind of because it was kind of happenstance and haphazard of when they got to read in class, but now I can just do every week. You have to read a chapter, home or at school, and on Friday on, right. or just no, they don't have class on Friday. But I get your point. They but give them uh, a week, give them five days to do a chapter, and then have a summary due in their notebook. Oh, they are gonna love this. Consequences or repercussions, <laughs> motherfuckers. I don't. I do not understand why they don't believe. Like one kid said, I don't care, so he kept talking. And then as soon as I took it away, all the students, like four of them, walked up and they're like, we don't get to have the fun fun Friday anymore? It's like, no. You should have talked to your classmates. They were the ones doing the talking. They were the ones that were getting they it taken care. away. They didn't care. They told yeah. you they didn't care. So, okay. But they're going to care when they have to do these really exciting worksheets from their workbook that they don't have. Because they don't have a workbook, which means now I get to make copies of a workbook because they never didn't buy the workbook for the students. And we'll just use that and it'll be part of their grade and we'll move on. And maybe they'll learn more, more grammar that way. I, I will know. never forget when I was teaching, when we were teaching in Wuhan and I had these twins in my class and they were the only native English speakers. And they kept, the one kept just acting a fucking fool. And I told her several times, if you do not stop, I'm going to take you to your mother's office and you are going to have to sit at her desk and do her work, do your work. So time three came in, the, in this day and she was acting a fucking fool. So I said, okay, come with me. And I took her by the hand and started walking out of the classroom and she lost it, flipped out because she knew in that moment where she was going. No, Mrs. Bar, I promise I'll be good. No, I'm sorry, Bar, you had too many chances. Let's go. Why and do I, they always think that that deserves another chance? I have no idea. And so I took her to her mother's office, but her father was there too because he works in the same office. And I put her in the chair and she's crying and all the Chinese teachers want to come over and coddle and baby her. And I'm like, go back to work. She has to do her things here. I gave her the instructions. I gave her her papers, her pencil, and I left the room. The next thing I know here, she's walking in the room and I said, I'm sorry, what are you doing here? So I come home and I tell the kids what happened. And I said to two, she didn't think I was going to do it. He said, that was her first mistake. If mommy says she's going to do something, mommy does it. And that's what happens here. The kids never, ever have someone to say, this is the, the breaking point. If you break the point, 
Now you have consequences. And when that happens, they want you to give them one more opportunity, one more chance, one more chance this is far. No. Can you leave your door open? Okay. Hear that sound? Well, what's that sound? Probably a bead or something being knocked around in your room. Yeah, I heard it. Alright. What do you want me to do about it now? Run upstairs. No. That can happen. I move at a snail's pace. Speed hobble. I should be the new Olympic sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, what else you got? You want to go? You want me to go again? Go again. Uh, I have, I, I just wrote, so tired of feeling the blank. And I put teaching, question mark. Mexico, question mark. What? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah, there question are mark. several question marks in there. Um, yeah, I'm just tired. I'm so tired. I don't know if it's teaching, I don't know if it's Mexico, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I'm tired. I know what it is. It's you're tired, no, you're exhausted from incompetence, lack of respect. You would think I'd be used to that by now. Especially after China. I don't know that we ever Especially get, after China. Don't, don't say that because I, I worked in Sanchui. And go, oh God, it was that, so bad. But that doesn't mean we get used to it. That doesn't mean that we grow to... Oh, I kind of got used to it in such way. Accepted. It didn't bother me. I really didn't. Aaron, there were days I thought you were going to kill someone. No, no, no. I mean, it, 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 of course, bubbles up. But I, it didn't bother me like... Like, I don't know, things here bother me. I guess, like I said before... In China, in Thailand, you didn't have the expectation that they would do those things. But here, you have that expectation coming in because you're assuming that it's like Western culture, which we have found out it's not anything like Western culture. So then, all of a sudden, you know, a Christian nation does not equal Western culture. No. And I think that that's part of the thing that you're you're you expect it because you're like, well, they take off for Christmas and. They, they know what, say, Halloween is, or they they at least know and heard of Thanksgiving, and they are a Christian country, so they have off on Sundays, and all of the things, all of the trappings of Western culture without having any of the norms and business best practices and all of the other stuff, educational best practices of the West, those don't exist. Right. So then... And then you're watching all that happen inside of, they have computer systems, albeit super old, but they have them. And they have a VHS library. And they have VHS <laughs> tapes. And a know. typewriter. So, that kind of thing. Did you tell the people about the typewriter? I don't remember. You told, you told us about the typewriter. I don't remember. The I, if they got VHS, they got a damn typewriter, man. A working um, That they're using. <laughs> this isn't, not, this not isn't owning, right, this isn't owning a typewriter and it's sitting on a shelf. No, no, this is using a typewriter to do the work of the school. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think I've actually ever seen a typewriter being used. Like, in production? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it <laughs> being used. Oh, that's so funny. So, Except for on TV shows, but they're always set in the time that they would have been used. I, I, I'm... 
if I if we didn't need the money, I would not work here. If, like I would not teach in Mexico. Period. Flat out. I would do it. I, I, you make more money. I don't know if I really want to do that either, though. I understand, but you would make buckets more money because the average American teacher teaching online makes about twenty to twenty-five dollars an hour. I mean, I don't have an aversion to money, but... I have an aversion to teaching Asian students? Yeah, yeah, that's where the problem is. The people that spend the money for that kind of thing are pretty much Asian, and I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to deal with... Chinese students again? Chinese, yeah. Because you could, like, you, with your experience, you probably could make way more than 25 bucks an hour. I might have to look into it, though, just because... I don't know if I really want to do this. I, I don't. I don't want to be a part of this. It's just not. And they're most of these kids and most of the stuff that we're in. They're, they're essentially they're private schools, and and they're just spending a lot of money for a substandard education. And you know, like for example, no one has yet. Now, in Western culture, especially in the U.S. When you're at a teacher at a school, there is a kind of quality control for the teachers, yeah. which is their bosses, whether they be the vice principal or whatever. Somebody is going to come into your classroom and evaluate what's going on in your class to make sure it's up to a certain standard for that particular school. To see if it's, you could be doing something better, if there are resources that you need, like internet that's reliable. Mm. Um, I missed a meeting this week because I didn't even check my email because I couldn't check my email. I couldn't check my email. So I stopped checking my email. Then all of a sudden there was an email about a meeting. It's just like, now here's the really bad part about this whole thing is the meeting was above me. Like the floor right above me. In the room above me. Why didn't they just scream? They could have just talked loud. They could have just told me, we're having a meeting today. They could have walked to the railing and said, Aaron, like that loud. But they don't care. So it was just like, I mean, what did they think I was doing? Like I just decided not to go to meetings anymore or they just, it's not like I can go anywhere. You can't leave the campus. Right. So I'm, I'm sitting right there in my room. I was probably just doing my grade book. And somebody just come down the what 15 stairs and open my door and go we're having a meeting all right cool and i'll bring my notebook i i don't i don't get it but anyway um something about everything that they do it's all so substandard it's just not up to anything that we would think of as education and you would think that being the case and foreigners working in your school that you would come and see what's going on just to see yeah not even if you're going to critique it but just to come in and see what's going on one to help say other teachers in your area but also to help that teacher maybe acclimate to what they're seeing maybe that teacher has a problem you've never asked this is going on this this is the second year no one has ever walked in my classroom. No one has ever walked in to find out what I'm doing in my classroom. 
So it's like, then where's your quality control? Where where are you gonna ever start acting like an actual business? My first month of school, the principal was in my classroom every, she was in everyone's classroom every day. Well, that would make so sense, So walk right? around, see how the kids are doing, see how we're doing. See Just, if there's an issue before there's an issue. Yeah. Because like, you know, I've got kids that basically have decided already before November, they're just not going to do anything. Where are they there? I don't understand. Well, because their parents can't afford to pay for it. <sighs> That's why they're there. It's so infuriating. Hey, what? The rich kids. Rich kids can get away with that kind of stuff and then be taken on trips. Yeah. So, so I don't. This kind of. I'm just. I'm just like so tired of like nothing about coming to this school is fulfilling. Well, nothing is. Nothing is good about it. Nothing is. Um, professionally fulfilling. It's just, it's like you just go in, you kind of do the same thing every day. They, there's, there's no back and forth. I swear, you know, most of the, almost everybody that works there is basic. Everybody, especially in the secondary ed, except for uh, me and the other foreigner in school, except for us two. Everybody else is just kind of part-time, in and out. They don't care. And a lot of the students tell us that. That they don't care. The teachers don't care. So if that's the case, why do I care? And I keep asking that question. I've asked that question multiple times over the time that we've been doing this podcast. Why is it that I care when everybody around me doesn't care? So there you go. All right, rant away. Okay, so... I have been following this YouTuber for many, many years. She's a sexologist. She is a relationship counselor. She's, I think her her professional title is uh, like a sexual educator. She educates sex? Just kidding. Don't assume. So she recently put out a third book. <laughs> and this book is really taking off. And it's, it's not that big. It's like 300 pages. And the first three quarters of the book, half of the book, it's all about helping you get to where you need to be to create a healthy relationship. So. This, this involves yoga, doesn't it? So there, there's this daytime talk show called The Real Talk Show, and it's got uh, Lonnie Love, who is a, a black female comedian, and uh, Jeannie Mai, and Adrian Bailon, and uh, Tamara Mowry. And then this particular episode, they had Tisha Campbell as a guest host. And they were talking about Shan's book. Now, Lottie Love clearly didn't do any preparing whatsoever for this episode, for this segment. So, Adrian is telling, you know, that Shan will help her clients prepare for these dates. She'll, you know, give a little makeover if you need to help you look your best. She'll go on a date with you and sit a little bit away and kind of give you cue cards to read to kind of help you with your confidence. And this 
concept was so, I don't know, how do you want to foreign. foreign to Lonnie Love that she started to attack Shan. And it wasn't like, this is just weird kind of stuff. She said, white people. Shannon is not right. white. Oh my Shannon. God, this is the longest story okay. ever. Shannon is not white. And then she's like, okay, let me see a picture of her because of the, all the, there are three women on the panel who have a personal relationship with Shannon. And one of them is Tisha Campbell. And so Lonnie then starts saying, well, that she's mixed. Okay. And that's her white side coming out because Please black just... black women don't do this stuff. Okay. Whittle this down because I am totally lost now. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds so, like you were talking about a sex therapist. But they were promoting her. They were talking about her book. And instead of talking about her book, Lonnie Love starts disparaging, dismissing, and disregarding this professional based on her ethnicity. Okay, stop. So this, she's going after the author of the book. Yes. Okay, that's what I didn't, that's what I missed. She's, she's <laughs> personally attacking the author of the book as being white because this is her white side coming out. And then she starts attacking Tamara Maori. Where's the white side? What she thought she was about? mixed, but she's not. She made an assumption that this okay, person okay, is mixed. Okay, okay. Because she's light skin, green will, eyes. He will yes. definitely um, uh, yeah, translate. Yeah. The so speak from, yeah. here's Lonnie Love making all these, you know, white people and blah, blah, blah. And Tamara is sitting there looking at her like, what? And so the girls are trying to explain to her that she's not white. She's black, and she's not, you know, this isn't a white thing. And Lonnie Love just kept it going. Okay, now, answer this. The white thingness of the topic. Uh-huh. What was the thing that was white? The, her her going on the date and having the cue cards and helping her client through a date. So it was the method that she was calling white. Yes. yes. And then what the, the problem that I really had was... She starts disparaging and disregarding and dismissing this black woman's work because she thinks she's mixed and it's her whiteness coming out in this particular method that she developed for this particular client. Nobody else, this one client. And then Lonnie Love wants to say it was a joke. It was not a joke. We're trying, I'm watching this as, as a mother of a black girl. And I see this black woman disparaging, disregarding, and dismissing a professional black woman because her idea of how a relationship and dating should work are so foreign from what the other professional had done that now it's it's crazy and it's white. So where, when okay. did it... But, but let me stop you there for a second. They... Isn't the person that you're talking about that's bringing up a white side and black side, which kind of doesn't exist. Right. Um, isn't that the comedian? She's a comedian, but it was not funny, and she was not no, no, trying no, 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 to no, no, be no. funny. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going after, was she funny? No, she's I'm, a comedian. She's she a comedian. So, basically, if Chappelle was sitting there, 
And he started going in about this idea of a white side and a black side. And he started saying this is just not black shit. Black people don't do this. White folks would do shit like this. White folks would even just come up with an idea like this. It's not supposed to be funny, but it is a commentary on social realities that we have in the United States of America. Because that's kind of what comedians of a certain type, that's kind of what they're doing. They're forcing you to look at a situation and poke at it while making you kind of deal with the fact that you're, why? Because that's what Dave Chappelle sort of does. So is the problem here that it was a black, for you, that it was a black woman attacking another black woman? Or was it what she was saying? Because we were just talking about that with Mixed Dish and this chick saying, why is it that we didn't, we already knew she was black. She knew too much about cocoa butter. Well, that was a, that's a black thing. It's black folks talk about cocoa butter. You don't hear white folks talking about no damn cocoa butter. They use cocoa butter. You may have been using it, but they don't talk about it. It's not like a go-to thing, you know? It's a, it, it, for the most part, I would say cocoa butter is a way of hiding them stretch marks and doing this and doing, that. Has been a black thing for Makes quite a while. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's just been a thing. But, I think, I so think I guess, it was both. Is it the commentary or is it the deliverer? I think it was both because during the during her little rant about the whiteness, Jeannie Adri- and Adrian and Tisha were trying to say she's not white, and Lonnie just kept cutting them off and talking over them and getting louder it kind of so what's the problem for you i guess my my problem is is we are now trying to raise our black daughters there's there's more (laughs) no we as a society not we as a family I'm about to say, we can't afford, tell me listen, no. we can't afford no. another one. Because, you know, no. <laughs> this, this, this is definitely a chemical imbalance. All right, come on. Okay, so we're as a society, we're trying to raise our black daughters <laughs> to be more confident. Black girl magic. Black, you know, you can do these things that are we're not normally open to black women, right? And then here we have a black woman. I, I, disparaging. I disagree with that. But Why? Keep going. No, keep going. But now we have a black woman disparaging, dismissing, and discounting a professional black woman because her idea is foreign. And she then starts putting her ethnicity in question because she, she can't be black because that's some white shit. Uh, okay, now, that is not a questioning of ethnicity. That is a question of culture. Not the same thing. Because well, you could be an Oreo, and if you're an Oreo, you look black and well, you and act white. And so that's not a questioning of ethnicity. That's a questioning of culture. But this is also something that Jeannie Mai said. She's like, because she's uh, Lonnie said she's clearly not all black. Well, what and is Jeannie, all black? And mean? that's what Jeannie said. When did percentage of blackness come into play? It's always been there. And, and but Jeannie is but Jeannie's Asian, so she doesn't know a lot of this. Yeah, that's always been. We've always been talking about percentages of black. We we we've been doing it ever since we had the brown 
brown paper bag test. We've been doing it since uh, light-skinned people could be in the house and dark-skinned people had to be on the... We've been doing it from the beginning. That's the, the idea of beauty on a scale of very light to very dark. Honestly, we've been doing it. We, it. We've always been talking about a scale. I remember standing there with your friends and going, you know, trying to figure out who's darker, who's lighter, who got that good hair. Come on now, this is just, this is America. Burke. I think it, it bothered me it, to my core. Why? Because I don't understand why it bothered you. What? I don't understand why it bothered you. If I was watching, it wouldn't bother me. It bothered me as I mean, a, it's a highlighting of what I already know. I okay, so I went like listened to the commentary from the author and her reaction to it, and then I saw the reaction from Lonnie saying, Oh, it was a joke and blah blah blah. But then I start reading the comments and people are like, But you were rude and you were wrong and you owe her an apology and you owe the other people an apology because on the panel because of your behavior. It wasn't funny. But the, see, that's just the it. joke bombed and it wasn't funny and you kept trying to push it through and then got defensive when it wasn't working. But isn't that what comedians do? I don't know that that should be an, an, uh, an escape. What do you mean? It's not an escape. That is exactly what comedians do. They keep working on the joke until it until it hits. They keep hit. They keep going after it until it or they drop it. But, but she guess, wasn't that but, drop but it. Why should she? <coughs> Because I don't, it wasn't see, working. This is, this is where I think we've become uh, too PC. <laughs> For those out there that have seen Explained in his political correctness. I mean, this is where we've gone too far with it because at one time we would just say they bombed. That's it. There would be no more. There would be no more commentary that you tried to make a funny and your shit wasn't funny. And we all moved on. And you all, and you Five minutes like an after asshole. you. Well, it doesn't. Who fucking cares? You're allowed to be an asshole if you're a comedian. Are you? Hell, fuck yeah! You're telling me Lenny Bruce couldn't be an asshole? Really? The Jewish guy can be an asshole, but this black woman can't be an asshole. She's an asshole. I mean, come on now. This is this is being a comedian, and this is what they uh, do. Okay, so there's more to this whole line. Now, of if she was a sociologist. Then you're talking about something different. There was an episode of the the real where Lonnie Love was talking about how she was invited to be part of the Queens of Comedy. They were going to do a, a tour like they did for the Kings of Comedy, and she got on this uh, phone call with Adele Gibbons and Monique and somebody else, and they didn't know she was there, and so she could hear all the shit they were talking about her. And how they didn't like her and they didn't want her around and blah, blah, blah. And they were disparaging, dismissing, and discounting her as a professional. A comedian. Right. And they didn't know her. It doesn't matter. She was a comedian that wasn't fucking funny. Okay. but what they were probably saying. Right. But they were... I don't know. But she had this experience. And she was saying how she's so mindful now about what she says about people and blah, blah, blah. And then she does this. Wait, wait, wait. You can be mindful and still piss people off. And, and still be an asshole. Oh, of course. You just know that you're doing it. I know. And don't care that you're doing of it. Of course. Yeah. I have a problem with that. I don't. That's being a comedian. Don't put your shit out there. 
oh, woe is me. I'm so, this happened to me, and I'm going to, because of this. Maybe that's why she does what she does. Because this happened to me, I'm not going to do this to other black women. And then you just go and do it to another black woman because you assumed she was half white, and so she didn't count anymore. Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? What are you talking about? That's the world we live in. You think white comedians care about what black folks think? Seriously, do you? Do you? You think Muslim comedians care about what Christians think? They make them the butt of the joke. You know? I mean, if that was the case, white men would be walking around being, oh, woe is me, because every woman talks about their little ass dicks. Ew. Ugh, I can't Which ain't true, but they, they still do it. They, they, that's part of the joke. My point is, uh, every comedian has a group that they are essentially offending. That I mean, no matter who that group, they, it's somebody. It's it's either okay, based so on uh, sex, uh, it's based on age, it can be based on religion, it can be based on region, it so can be based on all kinds of stuff. Is an early morning talk show that early you do? Morning. I mean, it's not like four o'clock in the morning here. There's no such thing as an early morning talk show. Sure. It's it's is, a, is a morning talk show with other women of color, various shades, various... Okay, well, shades got to do anything. Just keep is going. That, is that the right place? Is that an acceptable place to make comments like that? Sure. Why? Why not? The audience. No, no, but why not? What, what What is happening early? It would be more worrisome if you were worried about young people hearing it, if that's your worry, to do it after they get out of school because in the morning they are not there anymore. But what, okay, so. That's why they can have that adult conversation there, in the morning. There are times when I go to Wanda Sykes' show and Wanda Sykes is talking about all kinds of craziness and I laugh my ass off. But. Is Wanda Sykes going to be the same, do the same routine on a morning talk show? Or that well, have that same type of demeanor well, on depends. a morning talk show? It depends show. on the audience. What you're talking about. Right, it depends on the audience. That's all. I would say that all comedians have an awareness of who the audience is. I mean, just like... Uh, Anybody getting it up in front of people are going to be cognizant of who they're talking to. You know, so it's something I'm always telling my students is think, consider your audience. Who, who is it that's going to be consuming this? I think because she, Lottie Love personally got so much backlash for that particular segment, she didn't know her audience. Possibly. But, also, but who was the audience, though? Women. No, no, keep going to get the demographics. <laughs> who are who is the audience the of majority, that show? Uh, are they more mostly oh, women of color? Me, I don't freaking watch I mean, they're just. <laughs> I don't. I would say they're probably more women of color than there are white women in the audience. Looking at me like I know. But who's the demographic? Age, ethnicity. I, I don't know their ages. I think uh, they vary because the, the panel Economic. Varies. 
Now, the thing that I did find fascinating with I mean, if you if you've got filming. if you've got the the Jerry Springer crowd, she's going to be funny. People are going to laugh at this. Yes. If she's got the uh, we just switched over, we just turned over from today crowd. Well, then they're going to be like you, and they're going to be, you know, semi-liberal, and they're going to be all offended, and they're going to be all upset, and they're going to well, be like, oh my God, I can't believe, and they're going to be blah, 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 and like, shut your ass up. This wasn't for you in the first place. Hmm. It all depends on who the audience is. Go ahead. Before you forget. I find it, I found it fascinating because I watched the clip several times that... The cameraman found the one woman, one black woman, in the audience who wasn't kind of uncomfortable and was like, yes, 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 she must be white because this is the white shit because black women don't do this. This is not how black folks go on dates. But if you're going to be reviewing a book or talking about a book... Why don't you fucking know anything about it? So that's a different problem. Why you're didn't not you even prepare? Ad- but you're not even addressing what you were addressing before. You're not even addressing something totally No, different. I said in the beginning. Being prepared she, for... She clearly a, wasn't per- prepared. I know, but who cares? Why did she... Maybe maybe the whole idea is for her not to re- prepare. Maybe the whole idea is for her to be reactive in the moment because she's the comedian. She's the one that can just come up with shit off the cuff and keep the... Keep the thing going and be lively, you know? The comedy relief. The people that aren't talking about the issues and the, they're actually just bringing in levity. So, I don't know. I don't know how the show is structured, but that element is always there, you know? So, I, I, you, you'd have to no dig deeper. No talking about the actual thing either. They just, like, sort of heard about it. But isn't that what all the talk shows do? They don't read all this stuff. They can't. I know, well, but if you have see different people every freaking day. If you have someone who has a YouTube channel, they've essentially talked about all the things that they put in a book. No, no, no. Why no, not just say, no, I I'm going to spend seven minutes and yeah, watch a video. I'm, I'm telling you now that people just have lives. They don't have time for that. They There's no way. Unless. For your job. Why not do the research for no, your job? No, no, no. That's just not how TV works. They are seeing. What? Depending on the type of show, they might be seeing anywhere from four to ten different kinds of people doing different things, and they all can't be experts on those people and the things they do. Because tomorrow it's a whole other group of people, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. So they're, they, they have to pick and choose. And maybe they pick a little bit, they get a blurb, or they get a synopsis, they read that, they're off on the races. They can't do all of that. I mean, imagine, you want to try to do it? We can sit here and do it, I, and I'll show you that there is absolutely no way you can do that. Because but you just talk intelligently about a thing, you do have to put the time in. Okay, so if you have at least three people on the the, we need cliff notes for the panel, if you have three people on the panel who do know about the, the person, the profession, the book, mm-hmm. why talk over them constantly? Why? I don't understand why that is your point. And attack them and her. Comedian. To prove that she's white. Comedian. It's not funny. Oh, God. See, uh, that's not the that's point, not though. Funny. Comedians don't tell jokes because they're funny. Comedians tell jokes to try to be funny. Well, and she sometimes, failed. sometimes it's not funny. She failed miserably. But that's... So what? You're allowed to fail. It's very American. 
<laughs> you see what I mean? It's like, it's, it, I don't know why you're up in arms about this thing because this is, this I is just regular life. I mean, imagine, okay, imagine it this way. Take away all the cameras, take away all the audience, take away all the other stuff, and just have those women sitting there having a conversation, just having a conversation, and she does the exact same thing. You would say nothing about that. I would say something. No, why? She's allowed to be wrong and dumb. I think that's the thing. Oh, I'm just saying, you're allowed to be she that. She looked ignorant. She acted ignorant. I know, but you're allowed, and there is no look for ignorance. But you can be. You can, oh, no, I've seen you know, you, you can, in a conversation, do that. Make fun of. Just sit there and just be the person that, that doesn't even care about the conversation and just lets it go and just be like, yeah, this is some bullshit, so I'm just going to say anything I feel like right now. People do that. People have conversations like that. And the people around them either dismiss them or they want to, you know, keep fighting them. But once they realize that that fight is not worth the time and the effort, then they just move on to another topic. Imagine your girlfriends just sitting around talking, you know. I, I don't see why this is an issue. I, I get that it's being broadcast to the world. and I, I So what? It's People just, are allowed to be dumb. People it, are allowed to not know. Highlighting. Highlighting what the? How? The ignorance of black women? I mean, what are you saying it's highlighting? Because people are allowed to be dumb. They are allowed to be dumb. But I think it's highlighting this Some of y'all? This hypocrisy that we have. Yes, little black girls, you have magic and you can study and become anything you want. But then when you you start to become successful in what you want, you're going to have other black women trying to attack you and but take that, you down. But you're not just in every oh, wait, field. You're not even going to have just black women, though. You just have people. Right, isn't that... Men and women. In any right? field, if, like if I'm doing well in something, They'll be there and there are there some people that are just going to say, I really like what you're doing, and there are going to be other people who are like, you suck. Okay, but you saw this, Aaron. Like and last night you had... You were just as upset about the whole situation I as I this. was. I don't see Are you not, do you not feel that way now? No, I think they knew what they were going to talk about days before they did. Yep. I think it's weird that why wouldn't you treat this job like any other job and try to know at least something about what you're going to talk about. Because the producers of the show actually gave Shannon a heads up four or five days before the taping of this show. And the people that knew her and knew the book and knew what they were going to talk about, I, I don't understand talking about something that you know nothing about because that just makes you look stupid. Unless you're a comedian. But it, comedian or not, it, it just makes you look dumb. Even if, you're, you're even if your joke was funny. No, it's like, not, you see, you're, you're laying it down to joke. And what I'm saying is, comedians do this all the time. Now, comedians also become very, very knowledgeable of the other subject matter as well. Right. They but do both things. But in the moment, something hits them. You see, you've watched Dave Chappelle do it. He'll come up out of nowhere and, and just start saying some shit. And you'll yeah. be like, that wasn't in the script. That was some shit that, yeah. that he just came up with. And he is cracking up in the moment. 
And maybe the people laugh with him and maybe they don't, but it was funny as hell to him in that moment. Right. And that is, but like, honestly, that is comedian. That's where new shit comes from. That's kind of what they do on a daily basis, reading the interwebs or reading a news story or well, doing she didn't what they read do. Shit. Well, I know, but that's who cares? She's allowed to be dumb. <laughs> I don't but, see the problem here. But also, like the people that knew what they were talking about, why not just let them say it? Why not just let them say it? See, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen the show, so I don't know the dynamic of the show and what that person's uh, role is on that particular show. I, I'm sure, like, if you look at The View, when they put Whoopi on there, at the beginning, the very beginning, she was comic relief. Until she started talking like an intelligent person who understood the issues, and then they got angry at her. Yeah, but now, she's the one who runs this, this well, shit. But my point is... At the beginning, they the, thought she was just. Gonna she's be just gonna be the comic relief. She's gonna come out of nowhere with some kind of weird, connected, off the wall statement that people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's real fucked up," or "That's funny," or whatever, and then move on with the, the news of the day or the conversation yeah. that they're having in that moment. I think on the real, she is supposed to be the comic relief. Well, she's just not. She's not very good at it. Yeah. That's that's not the point. That's a producer problem. That's a, you know, that's a, that's a who do we have on our show issue. Yeah. You know, that's not an issue for her in that moment because she's there. And if she's there to be the funny person, then, then. Next I'm, I'm just, new I'm person. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, I have to watch it to, to, to know for sure. Like, but like I said, this is, uh, I think possibly this is an audience issue. One audience is going to hear what she's what what a person says. Even the, I don't know what this her thing, but one audience is going to hear it and be like, "Yup, that's it, hundred percent. You're absolutely right. And you're the only one up there saying this shit." And then you're gonna have another audience that's gonna be, "Oh, and the pearl clutching and the whole, you know, that that's just that, Are you that saying is." I clutch my pearls? I, sometimes you do. Sometimes, Sometimes I my pearls. I think you're the most upset about it because you follow and like this person. Not only do I follow and like this which, person, which person? Oh, Shan Boudram. Oh. Not only do I follow and like this person, but I respect her professionally because she does give a lot of really helpful information to the masses in a way that they can hear it. And a lot of times when you get educators, especially something like sex educators, they are unapproachable. You know, sometimes it's really hard to break that barrier to open. To, right. And so she's one of these people. She calls herself the Walmart reader of sex education because she brings them in. She breaks it down in a way that they can understand and helps them then build them their, their personal relationship with themselves and then they can create relationships with others. I have actually been suggesting videos from her to our children for years. Okay. Because but, but she is that type of educator. I mean, but just because you like her doesn't mean somebody else can't say negative things about her. I, I think that, and I agree with that, but I think you shouldn't discount and dismiss and disregard and disparage 
not? A professional without knowing a damn thing Why about them. Why not? Why can't I? Why do I have to know about them to disparage them? I can disparage somebody based on the, the, the size of their heels, can't I? Women do it every day. I can disparage somebody based on the, the, the fakeness of their pocketbook. Women do it every day. Why are you acting like this is something outside? Oh yeah, or or the hoop earrings that's got the name in them. I mean, come on! I mean, this is a bug. This that is more normal than what you're talking about. I think you're just being overly sensitive without taking into account how the world actually is, and the world that actually is is the world that you've been living in all this time. I don't know, I just think of Keegan. When I see things like this, I think of Keegan and how I really want her to feel about herself and other women. I know, but and how does when this I see have things like that? this? Make the connection for us. Explain yeah. to us why this one thing connects to any person that's not watching what you're talking about. A lot of this show is to empower, enlighten, encourage. You know shows don't empower, right? Support women. And especially women of color. That's why they have an entire panel of women of color. I know, but that, and if you don't watch it, it's not doing the job. And when I see shows like this where they start attacking someone without any information just because they don't they that idea is so foreign and uncomfortable for them and then it makes me worry like am i teaching keegan the right things am i should i be teaching her to be uh more closed more hard more sturdy if you will because I don't want maybe. her to be that way. I maybe. don't. I don't want her. Well, the to world's be, gonna do it. It is, but I don't want her to start out that way. I don't want her to start out like I did, where I get she gets to 17, 18 years old, and people are like, "Why the hell are you so mean?" And it's because I had to build up walls of protection. I don't want her to do that. But that doesn't. I don't want her to limit to herself it. because of those walls. You can't control any of those things. Yes, I can too. You can't. I have been cr controlling since interutero. Yep, and when she leaves, you have zero control. That's not true. I have foundation work in there. Yeah, but you have no control anymore. Control. When he goes and starts living in the, the, the little Mates separate quarters. little maid's quarters, <laughs> you will have zero control. When he goes off and you don't have control. That's the fault. That's the fallacy. That's always been there for parents. Stop acting like you have control. You don't have control. I'm not you ain't gonna have control since they were born. You're not gonna have control. So. But my job can, is to lay a foundation. Well, fine. You can lay a foundation, but the world is going to have its say. It's going to do whatever happens in that time and place. You know, imagine if we stayed in China. Just the physical size of our children is going to have them have negative reactions from everybody around them. Already did. Well, I'm just saying it's going to continue for from it's going to be every day, all the time. You know what I mean? They're going to feel some kind of way about that eventually. 
I did. Why do we keep saying I'm gonna feel some kind of way or I feel some kind of way? Because I'm gonna we... feel something. I'm not sure what that feeling is. That's why I said that. Because I don't know what that feeling is. I know that I'm gonna have a reaction. I just don't know what the reaction is. What that I raised on. When I was there, I felt it every day almost as much as being in uh the proverbial white part of town and the white businesses and you walk in and everybody looks at you and the women hide their purses and that that whole thing. I felt that in China daily. Yeah. Every day on the bus. Yeah. All I had to do was sit down. I never had to worry about anybody being around me. Yeah, me either. And that's the the chair in front of me, the next chair next to that, the chair next to me, the chair behind me, and the chair behind me. I had this little halo every day okay so when you're talking about what people are going to feel and trying to protect them from those feelings you just can't do it it's not like when baldwin went to went to europe and all of a sudden he felt like a, an openness of uh, you know like wow like people can actually you can actually just breathe here i didn't feel that in china you always felt on the outs and it wasn't because of language, because you weren't talking to anybody. Right. You know? And you felt it, like, even walking by teachers at the school you were working at that saw you every day, they didn't even acknowledge the fact that I was there. Yep. Okay? So, I mean, you know, okay, this is this is the world. This is, you just let you know that this is, this is the way it is, not just in the United States. Okay? This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> But, you know, it's, I don't, I have to, I'd have to see this thing to be able to break down maybe what was happening there. But, because, I mean, like I said, you could go and watch any comedian, especially black comedians. You could go, because black comedy is not the same as white comedy. No, it's not even close. And you could go and sit down and listen to them talk and hear what you just described. And the room laughs. The room understands. The problem is, who's in the room? Because uh, Def Comedy Jam was like this. I remember lots of white folks said they couldn't watch Def Comedy Jam. Oh my God, it was my favorite. They couldn't watch it at all. They didn't get it, they didn't understand. Why has everything gotta be about race? Why do they always gotta be talking about white folks? Why do you always gotta be cussing so much? Why, 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 why? That was the what they were saying because at the time, you, the, the the whitest person out there, while Def Comic Jam was going on, that was even remotely getting to what the style of comedy was George Carlin. And then there was Andrew Dice Clay. But I never thought Andrew Dice Clay was funny. Yeah, but he was vulgar. He and was vulgar. Wrong and he, he was, was sexist, and he was a character. But it was all a character. He yeah. was Dolomite. Yeah, only... He was a character. Yeah. He was a character on stage because he wasn't any of those things. Even when he stopped smoking, he was still smoking on stage, and he wasn't smoking. He was just holding the cigarette. Right. You know, but it was a character that he had built up over time, and that was successful, and that's what we saw on HBO and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I'd have to see it. I don't know. I don't understand. I, 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 I don't think that what you're describing is a reflection on 
parenting children in this day and age. I don't think I don't think there's a connection there. Because, like I said, I don't think that this thing was for children. Also, so they're not going to get the negative effects. What you just said, I'd have to see it. You are admitting that you don't know. I don't know. This thing is. Why are people so afraid of saying I don't know? Yeah, but they're on a no, 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 no. But they're on a show. They can't say that because they're on a show where they were supposed to know. No, but everybody else knew. She didn't. No, no. Why couldn't she have said I don't know? Just talk. That's what I'm saying. She's on a show where she was her job, like you said, was to know, and was she, to and review, review the information. I know, but why are you making it seem like she sh- she should be a uh, a highly educated, uh, you know, college about, person? And I I need I to I need I to review ask, all the information before I go out there I and say anything. I didn't ask her to do any of that. She could have watched a seven minute video no, and got everything she needed to know. No, not necessarily. I I, I can't speak based, to that either. Based just, on the the things that came out of her mouth, a seven-minute video would have stopped all that bullshit. Who would have given her more information? Yeah, I know, but more information means that, yeah, you're going to moderate what you say, hopefully, but so? You would have you would have been at least professional and spoken from see, a place but, of see, intelligence now you're talking about instead a of lack ignorance. Of, but see, now you're talking about a lack of professionalism, which has always been levied against people of color on no. TV. It's always been there. That entire fucking panel is are women of color. Mm-hmm. They are all prepared. She they're was all not. prepared. And they're all probably of a certain... It would be like you're, you're sitting there with four four uh, Felicia Rashad's. Okay? And they act a certain way. They have a certain mindset. And then you have, what's her name, from Mixed Dish come sit down next to them. Denise? Yeah. She doesn't care. None of what they're talking about, it, it just sounds stupid to her. And she's expressing that. I mean, like I said, this this is the idea that I have based on what you told me. And, and it's like, okay, that's fine, but... I'm sorry, but there's a reason why we talk about there's a reason why people should, you know, you have to take into all take into account all of it. The whole thing. They didn't stop the show, did they? Did they cut the cameras? I was listening to Hans Menelik. Hans cut the mic like eight times in one show. Why? It's hilarious. Because Menelik had started saying some shit that he shouldn't say and eh, cut. And it would come back. This this is what you would do if you were gonna if you were really worried about what was being said. But apparently what was being said was promoting the show, viewership, people were gonna react. I mean it was all it's all there for a reason. People so, reacted alright, and she did not get the reaction she thought she was gonna get I for know, sure. So what? Who it was cares? Her audience. It was her audience. No, but these are right. people the people in the room. Clapped. Some Clapped. of them did, but when you go to their their uh, feed and you see the information, these are people who have watched the Real Talk daytime show since the day it started, and they were upset with it. Okay, so? Why are you disparaging black women? Why are you, since when did, did black women 
in the modern age start doing blah 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 blah. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know what the blah 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 is because okay. none of this shit is new. Since, since, <laughs> since when does, what does she, what did it say? When did black women in the modern age have to give a percentage of their blackness to be recognized? From the beginning. Next. No, in the modern age. From the beginning. That's the answer. Are you fucking kidding me? This is not a new phenomenon. It just, it was really like, I just sat there like, what the fuck? Am I talking to a 70-year-old woman? Am I listening to an old person talk with the bullshit that's coming out of her mouth? Okay, but that, and why the way that, that she's why treating that the other thing, women. Though? Why? Why is that a bad thing that if it was an old person? Or are you just being ageist? No, no, no. <laughs> because... If I say something to your mother, Why that you my into it? because Why she's about my mama? because she can we just talk about a nebulous sixty-year-old no. person? That no. If I said something <laughs> to your mother that made her uncomfortable, and she she I didn't do it every Sunday, you really do. <laughs> she says, "Okay, moving on." That's her way of saying, I can't cope with this anymore. I don't want to deal with this anymore. The conversation is over. Let's talk about something else. Okay. Right? So. That's how... That's how she was coming across. Oh, she's light-skinned. She has green eyes. She has long hair. She's clearly mixed with white. She's white. Therefore, this bullshit that she's talking about is white shit. Okay, so what's the problem? Black folks say that shit every day. <laughs> Literally. What you just said, black folks say shit like that every fucking day. Now, whether you're sitting there to hear it, whole nother thing. But they say that shit every day. So where's the problem? At what point are women going to evolve and stop Stop disparaging a woman for getting educated, being professional, doing a thing. Just because I don't agree with your technique doesn't mean I have to then disparage your professionalism, your education, the career that you've built over the years. It does. Why? Because you're different and I don't like you. And you're doing that white shit. You're doing something that I don't agree with. I've never heard of. You're different. I don't like you. Why are you going to talk with? I like people. No, no, no. I'm it talking about a black person. You're a black woman. That's what all discrimination you're, boils you're, down to. You're, you're different and I don't like it. You're a black woman who went to university and got advanced degrees and now you talk white and uh, I don't like you because you talk white. Shit. They don't like Kamala Harris for the, almost the same reasons. There was no real. Yeah, I've heard so many people say <laughs> she's not. Hair. She's not Outside black. Outside of California, but you should have something to say. Look, I've heard so many people <laughs> say to right. say Kamala Harris isn't black, and I'm like, well, what the fuck is she? They said the same thing about Barack Obama. What are you talking about? She wants to be Obama. She get she can take the mantle too. She ain't black. But I think she is. She is. <laughs> I mean, if you want to split the hairs of African versus African American, and you want to talk about a legacy yeah, of a legacy of slavery over non-legacy Ooh, of slavery, guess what? Barack Obama has is FYI not black, but if you if you 
look at his skin color and you pull him over on the side of the highway, guess what? He's gonna be black as hell. So, I, I, I yeah. So, um. So. Kamala Harris is Jamaican and Indian. So she ain't black either. From India. So she ain't black either. So there you go. That's why black folks latch on to shit like that. I'm telling you, man, if you Now, the, here's the problem. If you, we always say, if you don't have a legacy of slavery, but then if Make you're Jamaican, a legacy of if you're Jamaican, you probably do have a legacy of slavery in your past. But the problem then becomes, well, then it wasn't in America. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, slavery was easier in Jamaica <laughs> and Cuba <laughs> and Puerto Rico. Slavery was nicer there on those sugar plantations than it was in the deep south. No, that's not true. It was actually worse there, but that's a whole other problem. Um, Aaron just brought up something. Uh, the 23andMe. Okay. I just sit. Come on. Okay. So this week, you brought no, no, you brought, you it, brought up it up by joking. So this week, I, I heard it. I saw this uh, mini documentary about these DNA tests, and this these twins took five different DNA tests at the same time, sent them in. When they got the results, you'd think that because they're identical twins. The results would be identical. But some of the results were so dramatically different. Now these were genealogy tests. Yeah, like like we took the family tree, blah, blah, blah. Understand. So they were so dramatically different that one of the twins then went to some uh, some genealogists and were asking, you know, and geneticists and asked, what do I need to know? Why are my results so different from my twins? Some of these test results are less than 50% accurate. Some of these test results, they tell you in the small print on their website that they are just a guess and that they will occasionally be updated. So when they, they tell you that, then. Yeah, but you never see it. So you at, didn't read the fine print. On one of the, one of the sites, I want to say it was like 23andMe or Ancestry or one of those, you can actually set your accuracy when you request the results. So it's automatic default is is 50% accurate. So they downloaded all the raw data, the geneticists downloaded, and they showed based on the raw data that everything was 999 nine or you know nine point six something like that percent identical but the results that they had gotten from these companies were so drastically different different countries different regions different it was the one got Tuscany Tuscany but the other one got Sicily I mean it was just crazy so the takeaway from the geneticist was these are fun but these are not accurate they can give you a kind of a glimpse, but don't change who you are based on these things because they're not they're not scientific. Well, they gotta be somewhat scientific. Well, they're they're all they're still, guesses. But they're still des- testing DNA and trying to extrapolate places they're from all, what they're seeing and what they saw in those places. They're testing less than one percent of the markers that you have. Yeah, but. 
if they do, even if they do, but even if they're doing one percent, and they're doing one percent of people from that place and one percent of all the other people, they're still doing the testing. It's not like oh, you're just saying it's just not very accurate. It's right? not. But accurate. they are no, doing scientific like tests. Just saying, oh, you're from these places. So maybe, they maybe they should be more accurate. Yeah. yeah. More accurate testing. More. Okay, fine. Yeah, I thought it was really fascinating. So basically, you have to, you have to, like the one we did, you have to go in and do the next set of tests to get the accuracy. Even and those next, pay more even those money. next set of tests are not any more accurate than the initial test we got. I know that you can take your results anywhere else, anywhere you want to go. Yeah, you can download your raw data and then there's a okay. test, a genetic test that they are doing in Australia that can test they basically run your entire genome and it will tell you your probability of getting different types of cancer or medical conditions based on your genetic makeup the problem is is that if you have this test taken in australia you can't get a private insurance anymore because they're all considered pre-existing conditions because you have the information now that you have a 35% probability of getting this type the of probability cancer. probability is not having it. Yep. That's not a pre-existing condition if you don't have the condition. According yet. to Australian laws, it's considered a pre-existing condition. I really wish they'd stop propping up these companies. What else you got? That's it. That's all I have. That's it? Yep. That's I, your rant? That was my rant. I'm going to watch this thing today and and we'll discuss what 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 what, what happened. And maybe maybe there'll be clarity there, or maybe you should just be a dumbass. I don't know. She was a dumbass. Right, but that's okay. You're allowed to be. It's like the one movie where they say, uh, "This is this is New York." You're allowed to walk around and be as angry and full of shit and pissed off, and this is that's what being an American is. You're allowed to be those things. I don't know why people get angry when they find it. Because there's more of that than educated people out there doing good stuff. Ooh, don't I know it? Because I right. see it all day, every day. Speaking of good stuff, I have a new thing for this week. It's the good student shout-out. The GSS. Really? I got a, oh, I got a good student <laughs> shout-out. Oh, That's awesome. Good student shout-out. I had uh, a student. Are you shouting out like their social media or something? I'm shouting out the person. Oh, okay. Their social media didn't do shit. Okay. They don't get shout outs. People get shout outs. Um, I had a student who was sick for two days, came back on the third day where the assignment that they were doing, they were doing a, like a poster, and his poster was empty because he was, had missed the two days. And I said, well, do as much as you can. And I told him, look, if you really want to, you can take it home because they got to take theirs home and have two days plus at home time to, to do this. And you only got one day, one class. And he was like, nope, I'm going to get it done. And that'll show them that I could get it done. And they had two days and being at home and I only had this class. So, okay. Do you think, chicken wings? He got done before one of his classmates. No. 
So, really? I am shouting out for the GSS. I love this. This good student shout out to Baby Yoda. You know who you are. Baby Yoda? He, he, uh, he, that's his nickname. That's his nickname. Baby He's Baby Yoda. And every all, all of his classmates know who he is. So, Baby Yoda. Congratulations. You know who you are. Baby Yoda. Way to show them what real work is. Did the damn thing this week. That's awesome. I love when students do that. What else you got? Oh, you have nothing else. Last thing I have. I have decided I will not work on Thanksgiving or Christmas anymore. I don't care what country we're in. I'm basically now informing all people on the planet Earth <laughs> that I am taking off America's Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Got that? I told you all, you have all been informed. November 30th. These days are not work days for me. Let's go on the record, November 30th, 1.06 p.m. Okay? It's not gonna happen. My reasoning, my rationale, if I have to respect your holidays, you might think about returning the favor. Because I, I, every year since 2010, I have worked on Thanksgiving. And I just want the day off. And it's not asking a ton, especially from someone who doesn't miss any days of work. Ever. Right. So, yeah, taking that day off. I'm taking the day after. Our entire school was closed. I don't. I. Now they had to work on Friday, but the entire school was closed on Thanksgiving. I'm not working Thanksgiving. And I'm not working the day after. And my. I'm gonna get drunk on Thanksgiving. My I'm not coming in. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> my coordinator actually brought the pumpkin pie. I'm glad I wasn't there because I ate pumpkin pie. For this yeah. What's the one that the Muslims used to have? <gasps> the bean pie. Bean oh my pie. god, a See, bean pie is I, I will so take, good. I'll take the bean pie, the pumpkin pie, <laughs> the, the sweet potato pie. I don't think I've had a bean pie. Bean pie is That's because I bought them at the Juneteenth celebration, and I don't think they made them home. Made it home. Okay. Oh. The point is, I don't think I've had them. We can make bean pies. Okay. We can get the. Oh, we could we could ask somebody. I'm sure since we can put this up. I'll ask her. Then I gotta make it vegan. Vegan, I think it's already vegan, though. I don't think so. Or it's I think it has. Or the crust is not, probably. No, well, the crust you can make vegan without a problem. Exactly. That's not a big deal. Vegan, vegan crust is easier to Matter make. Matter of fact, I think you need to make that, make that, shout, make that call today. Yeah, I'll send her a message. I'll send her a message. Um, bean pie. Bean pie is good. But anyway. Um, yeah, the whole Thanksgiving, I think it just makes me super angry just because I just want the day off. Yeah. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I don't care about giving thanks. It's not food. a thing. But it's just the, the whole idea of having that one day. 
I don't know. I, it's just been. It's just a, it's a tra- tradition. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I get so angry about that day. It's ingrained in your memory and in your like. In my DNA. Yeah, culture, I guess. It's in my cells. Because to, to be sitting at home for years, smelling the food, yeah, being cooked, and then tasting and eating yeah. and football. That's the other thing I don't get. Football. Yeah. You know, and it's just. I don't know. If I, if I just had the day off, I'd be so much happier on the following Monday. So, I'm taking it. You have been told. All of you. Every single one of you has been told. Alright, um... You should refer back to this video for this information. Just go to the YouTubes. No more work on Thanksgiving. Period. Rest of the life. Not doing it. Full stop. Full stop. We get, what else we got? You got anything else for the people? No. Except that full stop is weird. You got any, uh, any game chat stuff this week? I don't really have anything. Played a little, yeah, played, we played a little, like, uh, like one thing. what was that thing we did? Right, where, where I was kicking your ass with all my little bonuses and public things. Friggin' Smash Bros. You know what I'm saying? Just look at Turn it. off the items. Beating his ass, and then you turn him off, and then he wants to be like, "Boy, I'm Superman now." No, like, but you've played the game. You've you've played all the characters. You know what they can do. I and have can't not. Do. I have not. You have you have so much more experience. But when you throw in the little power up things, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I haven't really done any of the other and uh, then gaming stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close to 6 p.m., man. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I can feel, I can feel yeah. the ears starting to close up. Yeah. Necks start getting tight. Everything starts to like get a little more dim. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. So I take the, I take the medicines. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think that's it. That's I all we got. I had a very short thing. Have you jumped back into Zelda? No. No. Zelda's dead. Well, you beat the game. I well, the, I haven't beat the the one DLC. The master thing. Yeah, the master well, that trial. one's just stupid. Oh, and speaking of DLC, the Rage Two DLC will probably not be bought. Yeah. How much is that thing? Five US dollars. Wow. No, it doesn't sound like a lot, but the, it's the idea that they made a DLC of something, and the game really has not changed. It's just basically everything becomes cosmetic. Well, no, no. They they get more. I think more powerful. I mean, it's a different being, area, different enemies, more powerful. Yeah, more but I, I just nothing about it makes me want to jump into that. So I I also, might be, I thought about uninstalling. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Also, they made it so that you have it's to buy it in their in-game yeah. store with their in-game money. So you have to buy the. You have to go money in the game to, to buy it. Yes. Deal. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. You can't just. But if you got the season pass of the game, you got the other DLC. The first one. Right. You just. But not so this one. Are you gonna do your whole little rant about false advertising? What's the false advertising? Um. Before on on the game chat, I had talked about false advertising and League of Legends and the way they spend all this time and money and these cool 3D things and you know. I want to play that. Yeah, and then you see League of Legends is like I don't want to play that. Screw you, Joe! Jump off a cliff. Yeah, um, look fun at all. 
they but recently, uh, people like it. They recently made a music video. Which is really cool. It's a really cool music video. Beautifully animated. The song's actually pretty good. Um, and, the song's pretty good. <laughs> and I don't know any of the characters in the thing, but I'm assuming the characters were the ones in the music video. And then at the end of the thing, it came up League of Legends, and it's like, you did not make me want to play your game. I you made me want to go on iTunes and listen to this song again. I don't know what the the music video had to do with the game. Nothing. Because absolutely nothing. Just putting the, even the, even the League of Legends part was not really legible in the back of the video. What did the Super Bowl shuffle have to do with the Chicago Bears? Did it make you want to watch football? See? I don't think the music video's purpose is to make you want to play the game. It's to make you keep the game on your brain. I don't keep you keep it alive in in your in your I don't know. My my other my other front brain part of that was because I'm taking this character design course and I'm learning more about how these characters are designed for TV shows and for games and stuff. And I'm actually like doing it. I would be so upset if I made a character for a game that you only see the top of their head. Because in League of Legends, that's all you're seeing. You're seeing a top-down view of your character running around that's only about that big on the screen. And some of the characters, they're very dense in their design. They have a lot of stuff going on. And you only get to see that in the character select screen. It's like if you're gonna have a character that has a lot of stuff on them. So you want to be third person. Yeah. It like, so you can see their back. Yeah. So that you can no, but you can see them. Like you, you know, if they have a weapon or something, they have some other thing. You know, you, <laughs> you're not really gonna get around that. You're Sorry, not gonna be able I, to see a three sixty. Well, view but of the you don't really see much of Bayek all the time. You only see him if he gets on his horse and you spin around him. No, going to camera still mode. See them. It's not like you're seeing the little blip on the screen at the get top you, of the character. Is it? Is that part really all that important? I just don't. I don't understand that. It's like I. It would be more. Interesting. So you're saying just be less, be less detailed in the character design. Yeah. Don't <laughs> spend all that time and, and give everybody a nice helmet. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you're not going to show the character, you're just. Um, just make everybody the same character model and give them a different color. Give them a different bandana. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, as a character designer, okay. for a game, how can you not be upset at that? Because they they get to see it in the pause screen or whatever, and they get to see the character with all their stuff, and they get to keep doing that over and over and over, and the people, the people like it. Because, like, for something like Overwatch, all their character designs are fairly simple. They're not, like, super ridiculous. So, and it's first person, so you're not seeing them anyway. That's why the skins don't matter. Because you're not ever seeing them. And they don't change your performance in the game. But in something like League of Legends, some of the skins do change your performance. Right. And it's like, not only is it cosmetic, and it may look cool, but it's also changing some ability or stat or something. Gotcha. So it's like... Come on now. Alright. Are you done ranting? Yeah. Oh, this oh, is a short you? one because he yeah. went on for an hour and 22 minutes. Well, I, I jumped around at different games. 
All right, so anything else for the people today? Because we need to get out of here and we're at 67 degrees. This is like our, our timer. Our timer is <laughs> watching the temperature. temperature tick up on the poor, sad, sad old camera of mine that I need to replace. find a 10-year-old Aria yes. Alexa. You can find an Aria Alexa for what? Less than around 6,000. No, it was 1080p. But, was it? Yeah. Um, but, it, but for $6,000, if he can do that, then I might be able to find a, a halfway decent, you know, old school cinema camera for Then you should start looking at eBay because that's what I'm saying. It? Yeah, yeah, you found it on Well, no, he actually found it on Craigslist. Arguably even more sketchy than eBay. Not necessarily. You got, you got, it's you got $2,500 for the Canon EOS R with a lens and an adapter. That's not expensive though. Yeah, they're, they're coming out with a 1DX Mark II. Look that up. 1DX Mark II? Canon EOS. While your head explodes, Good job. if you want to follow the Traveling Farce, you can follow us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast as The Traveling Farce. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters, Traveling Farce. If you like email, travelingfars at gmail.com and the blog place, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry. This is where I need the animation to see the... Oh we are god. out of here. We are out of here. We're out of here. Bye bye. Oh my god. Say goodbye to the people. Why Say goodbye to the people. Oh my Peace. god. It's $6,500 without a fucking lens. Oh my god. Molly's Lottles. Molly Queen is located in Athens, Ohio. She has started her own home business of aquatic breeding. She started getting into aquatic animal keeping as a way to relieve stress, anxiety, and PTSD. The happiness it brought made her want to share it with others, and that way, and that is why she began breeding. She's currently breeding axolotls, guppies, snails, and betta fish. If you are in the area and would like to adopt one of these beautiful animals, please contact Molly via Instagram axolotl underscore molly or on facebook at molly's lottles Brittany elon is an international makeup artist who specializes in natural glam she has an affinity for special effects makeup the bloodier the better if you are looking for a, a consult please contact Brittany at brittanyelon.com you can find her on Facebook at Brittany E. Duncan or on Instagram at Brittany Elon underscore makeup. <laughs>